morning crypto. Good morning, warriors. Hello and welcome back to another episode of your favorite crypto news channel, Good Morning Crypto, where we bring you the most relevant and impactful crypto-related topics from the top crypto research team in the world. I'm your host, Abs, joined by several members of our 3T family this morning. We got the funniest Italian in crypto, also known as the shock jock of the XRP army, Mr. Johnny Crypto, is joining us on this Tuesday morning. A juggernaut of the XRPL and a consistent NFT accumulator, also known as the lead spokeswoman for the Step in NFT community, Jackie is here for her first episode of the week. Always excited to have you, Jackie. And the man who trades in 90 minutes a day and manages to keep that nine to five away, Billy, the chart analysis expert, is joining us on this Tuesday morning. So very excited to have all of you. Today on Good Morning Crypto, we will be discussing how Jim Rogers, the right-hand man of George Soros, believes in crypto and tells our listeners the truth about the Federal Reserve. Shark Tank star Kevin O'Leary says Biden is not worried about crypto, stating stablecoin regulation is the next major milestone for institutional adoption. China urges global leaders to move away from the U.S. dollar, stating America prioritizes its domestic policy over its foreign relations. And CEO of Circle Jeremy Allaire makes a powerful statement on the product of Ripple, and we have a clip of Gary Gensler calling Ripple XRP a currency. Finally, the case is over. Our show is available on your favorite podcast platforms like Spotify and Apple Music. And for those of you listening via podcast, our show is live on YouTube, Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern at the 3T Warrior Academy channel. So hello and welcome back on this beautiful Tuesday morning. Johnny Crypto, you look amazing. I'm sure you feel amazing, but I'm just going to check in. How are you doing on this Tuesday? Well, first of all, thank you, Epps. Good morning, everybody. How are you today? You know, I'm always excited when this show comes. I'm also always depressed because this has become the fastest hour in crypto. It just goes by too goddamn fast. Look at the clock. like, damn, the show's over already. So... But other than that, it's so I'm happy to be here. I love to see my brothers, Billy. Good to see you. Print the bills with Billy and Jackie. So nice to see. You. What the hell's wrong with my camera? Love you guys. Good morning, Johnny Crypto. Always bringing the energy. Always bringing the heat. I gotta ask, man. Is it Adderall? Is it coffee? How do you do it? <laughs> Since the day I was born, my mother said I couldn't sleep, but I couldn't stay still. I don't need coffee. I don't need drugs. I just need Johnny. Hey, well, we love you, Johnny. We'll go to Billy next. Billy. How you feeling on this Tuesday? Your background is definitely the winner for this program, so I love it. How you feeling? Feel good, man. Blessed day. I get to be with fam. I get to sit here and chop it up with you guys. Talk crypto. Talk politics. Talk crazy shit. So, yeah, man. I just love being here with you guys. We got some really interesting stuff. We were just talking about China and a lot of the economic agendas that are going on right now. But when we talk about global leaders moving away from the dollar. We have some groundbreaking news. China is talking to people around the world, and they are shifting away from the dollar and into the wand. But before we get into that, I want to go to Jackie. Jackie, how are you feeling on this Tuesday? It's great to have you. I always say you're the Stepin NFT spokeswoman. I've appointed you that, but someday when they start paying you, you can thank me. I just want that to be noted. How are you feeling on this Tuesday? I'm feeling great. Um, good to be here, as always. Love, I love this family so much. Um, yeah, Stepin's going great. They are paying me technically because I'm using their app, but but yeah, maybe maybe to be the sponsor that would be great too. Uh, maybe I should uh, put myself out there a little bit more with the social social media. Hey, know. what do you think? You, go ahead, Johnny. I think we just did that. Let's manifest it, baby. Yes, step and in, step in NFT people. That's. Oh, I'm sorry, Johnny. Step in that that is your best advocate right there, Jackie. <laughs> 
Joyful Jackie. Bring her in the house. She won't let you down. So that'll conclude our Stepping NFT talk for this morning. And we'll hop into this thing the same way we always do by showing you guys our Good Morning Crypto Twitter account at 3TGM Crypto on Twitter. 1,087 followers and growing fast. Our next big milestone is going to be 2,500. And I can only imagine that's going to happen very quickly. But we are sitting at a 12 on the Bitcoin Fear and Greed Index. Still an extreme fear. Still possible buying opportunity. We're going to move right past this and go into the total coin market cap today. We are sitting at 1.23 trillion in global market cap. Bitcoin is 44% dominance. Ethereum is 18%. We have XRP all the way down at 39 cents this morning. Sorry for skipping past Bitcoin and Ethereum. Got a little distracted. Bitcoin is 29,000. Ethereum is 1,900. XRP 39 cents. Cardano is two quarters flat. And we also have Avalanche at $27. Kronos at 18 cents. Cosmos, $10.69. Algorand is 39 cents. This might be the best buying opportunity in the market right now. I love some Algorand. We can talk about that later in the episode. And Hedera Hashgraph is sitting at nine and a half cents. I'd love to go to Johnny Crypto here. We didn't mention Wadspay. I know you're going to bring it up, but what are some of the other projects that you're interested in and the buying opportunities? They're all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I certainly didn't buy, I didn't buy, I haven't bought any more Wadspay recently because I've been buying the shit out of it. So, um, right now I'm good with that one. Uh, what I've been doing is, uh, yesterday I actually picked up a little, uh, equir- equ- equil- equilibrium. I've been wanting to buy that one for the longest time and I actually forgot about it. It was on my radar. And, uh, Jeremy, it was Jeremy, uh, the guy that I did the, um, Twitter spaces with Friday, Saturday night was like, Hey, check out this one. And it's a really good, it's a gaming one, right? So it's kind of like they're trying to be like the gala, but here's the, the great thing about it. They're like the gala on the XRPL ledger. So it's super exciting. They've got a long way to go, but they started at 10 cents. They went up to a dollar and they're back at 10 cents. So I was like, you know what? I got to pack my bags with a little bit of it. I just love this time. I love me the fear zone. I want to stay here for like a year. I know everybody's going to say, Johnny, you're crazy. I love it. I love buying cryptocurrencies on the cheap right now. And like I said, they're not all going to survive, but it's okay. Some of them will. And the ones that will, oh, baby, you're going to love that racehorse. And you brought up something really important, which is that the gaming sector is going to be booming over these next few years. And we're just starting that right now. But we had some powerful statements from the World Economic Forum this week that said the number one industry that's going to profit off of this metaverse movement is gaming. So I can only imagine that XRPL is going to be a huge part of that. I'd love to get some comments from Jackie. Jackie, is there anything you're watching in the market this morning? And what are some of the projects you've been accumulating besides the step in, besides the step in NFT? Um, let's see. I... Honestly, the ones that you had already mentioned, uh, Algorand is a big one that was on my list. I am looking at DOT and kind of that ecosystem as well. Um, I believe that DOT will be a big competitor coming up um, as things progress with different blockchains. And so that DOT's ecosystem is pretty, pretty fantastic as well. There's, there's a lot of coins in their ecosystem that I'm looking at accumulating. And DOT has an all-time high, I think, of like $50, I want to say. And we're all the way down. I'm just checking this now. We are all the way down to $9.76. So it does look like it's from at least an 80% retracement here, which is just amazing. All of this stuff is happening across the board. But what I love so much about what's taking place right now is nobody's questioning the long-term adoption of digital assets. Instead, they're just talking about the bearish price action. Nobody's criticizing the actual utility of the crypto market. They're just upset. They're not making money right now. And as we know, with every bull run comes a bear run. And with every bear run comes a bull run. But short, Billy, I would love to go to you. 
You're a chart analysis expert. What are you seeing on the charts? Are you bullish on the market? Are you bearish? And if you're bearish, how low do you think we could go here on Bitcoin? So right now, I think I think we're bearish. We're continuing to drop with all the sentiment going on in the world, especially with the, the World Economic Forum going on right now and everything that, that's happening at play. Um, everyone, everyone's adopting it, but everyone doesn't know where to go with it, if, if that makes sense. That's why I'm accumulating anything ISO 2022. Um, the, I'm actually looking into, I was talking to Gonzo the other day, looking at finally getting into Everdome. So I'm going to start moving part of my my portfolio over there. I love that cheetah. Uh, over into Everdome. But right now, like in the in the, the market, the market's down 20% right now. So I'm actually looking into leveraging that. I'm going to start going into some long-term hold plays uh, in that side. Because uh, I'm kind of balanced out on my, my crypto right now of where I want to be. So I'm trying to hedge everything out. But it's it's... Mass adoption is coming, man. If you guys, let me let me just reiterate this. I need y'all to get right here and, and look. You need to go watch the WEF and the WHO, this, the live videos. Like, everything that we've been saying, they are saying it right there. Like, click the notes. Like, this is crazy. Everything that they are talking about, we are going through right now. And it just tells you how to plan for the future, guys. So, I can't say that enough. 100%. Thank you, Billy. And I'm going to show you guys something real interesting here, which is a tweet that shows what the price of the cryptocurrencies were exactly one year ago today. We had Bitcoin at 37,000, Ethereum at 2300, VeChain at 10 cents, Dogecoin at 34 cents. I hope people took their profits on the shit coins out there. And XRP was 90 cents. Very interesting stuff across the board. Johnny Crypto, I want to get some quick comments, and then we'll hop into our articles for today. You forgot the biggest shit coin of them all. Where's the USD? I don't see it on the list. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> I, this is why we talk about an exit strategy, right? We talk about an exit strategy at the academy. And why is it so important? Well, look at all these prices. Now, if you had an exit strategy, okay, let's see, you got mine in it? No, you don't. But if you had an exit strategy in there, you would have caught some of that run. Now, you might not have sold it all, and that's okay, but you would have caught some of those profits on the way up. Like we always, someone always says, take profits. You want to be taking some of these profits. And then now, all right, look at look at look at uh <coughs> some of these. I mean, Bitcoin's what, 29,000, right? So seven thousand lower. Uh dot is from when <laughs> 50 or whatever, all the way down to eight. XRP, right? Sitting there at 90, now we're at 40 or 50-ish, right? So the point is you could have taken some serious profits and you could have been reinvesting those right back in right now at these lower points in time. So go to at get Merlin Crypto on the Twitter page. Go sign up, click on the link there, follow us, and then click on the link to sign up for the 30-day free trial notification when it comes out uh, this summer and get yourself an exit plan. And oh, by the way, if you're in the academy or you come through the academy, you can actually use Coach JV's exit plan. So super exciting. Don't let this happen to you. 100%, Johnny. And I want to address this question we got here. It says, guys, I need to know, is it possible XRP goes to 19 cents? Well, of course it's possible, but I do want to hear from the group. Jackie, let's just start with you since you're at the top of the screen. We're sitting at 39 cents this morning. Typically, when we get bearish price action, everyone thinks worst case scenario. It's like when we're in a bull run, people are calling for a $100,000 Bitcoin. Now we're in a bear market and people are calling for a 19 cent XRP. What are some of your thoughts? Do you think we'll get there? Uh, you're muted, Jackie. I said, I'm the worst one to ask. Whenever people ask me my opinion, I, yeah, I tend to say every, anything's possible. I've, I've been wrong far too many times to say it's not possible. So anything is possible. I mean, when we were sitting at 
50s, 60s, 70s, so many people were saying we'll never touch back down to 30s. And I was I was in that boat, too, just because of the fact. I mean, it just boggles my mind that they would let the price go that low. But I I totally believe it's possible. I'm not going to say otherwise. So. And you know what the best thing to do here is, is if you really do believe that we're going to 19 cents, I would start your dollar cost average process. Maybe only if you had $100, maybe start putting $5 in this week at these 39 cent levels. Because honestly, if you zoom out and you look at a long-term time frame, if we're going to get some real-world utility, 39 cents is penny on the dollar. Jackie, the floor is yours. Yeah, I was going to say, that's exactly right. Don't don't miss this opportunity now if you're in, and continue to wait. You need to dollar-cost average in at this point that it's down because you might not get the 19 cents because nobody knows, right? So you need to take every opportunity that we have large dips to dollar-cost average in because you never know if we'll get even lower or not. So I just, I just wanted to make that point. I completely agree, Jackie. And to put a little positive narrative on this, there are two things that are clear. We are clearly before regulation and we're clearly before the resolution of the XRP lawsuit. So even if we do dip to 19 cents, we do have some huge catalysts right around the corner. Billy, I want to get some of your thoughts. How do you feel about XRP? You just said you think Bitcoin's going lower. Bitcoin goes lower. We know the altcoins are going to bleed. So what will you be doing? buying i mean every time xrp takes a dip bro i'm going and it's like when you go to the store and you see a big ass ribeye steak on sales nice fat juicy got marbling and fat around it dude i'm buying that thing i'm gonna take it home i'm gonna grill it i'm gonna smash that thing so yeah anytime xrp drops i mean i'm just anything under a dollar for xrp i feel like it's just hood prices what i like to call it like it's got double coupon tuesday two for two Thursday, like I'm buying everything out there at these prices. It's just stupid because the utility is there. That's that's what people don't understand. Like nobody thought nobody thought Bitcoin was going to go to thirty thousand dollars. And what the hell does Bitcoin do? Really, what does it do? It's not going to do what XRP does. So, yes, can it go to nineteen cents? Absolutely. Can it go to nineteen dollars? Hell yeah, it can because it has utility behind it. So anything under a dollar, man, I'm I'm absolutely buying nineteen cents. I'm gonna go out and start mowing yards. Like, I'm, I'm going to start selling ice cream, make sandwiches, do something. If hey, we Billy, can, go ahead. Just a word of advice, Billy. When you buy them, them sales on steak, don't ever buy the ones that are marinated. My oh. uncle works there. Yeah. <laughs> They're marinated yeah. for a reason. They take all the old meat and throw all that coloring on it so it looks beautiful again. Yeah. Don't, there's a reason. Don't buy the marinated meat. My uncle's it, a butcher. Trust me. Don't do it. It, it, it is 19 cents. I'll be out there with Johnny shaking my baked beans. <laughs> oh my goodness i don't I think get about 20 cents of beans <laughs> that's a good point johnny i want to get some closing thoughts from you here clearly we think that it's possible but will we hit 19 cents yes or no oh um i'm gonna go with no only because you only gave me an option of yes or no binary so and the last time we got that low we had a lawsuit that took us down I can't see another lawsuit coming to bring us down again. If anything, the lawsuit's going to get cleared. Uh, my guess is we'll, we'll we'll hover around this 30-ish, you know, maybe 30. I don't know where, how low we're going to go, but I don't think so. That's my point. But I, I could be wrong. Like Jackie said, I'm usually never right when it comes to that. So have your money on the sideline and ready to buy. But I don't, I don't see it. 100%. And we're going to go into our next article for today, which is actually not an article, but a tweet. We have some powerful statements from Elon Musk. Elon Musk says that crypto will benefit and empower the people, increasing the power of individuals over our governments. Johnny Crypto, some quick comments, and then we'll keep the ball rolling. Yeah, you know, I, I totally agree with it. That at the end of the day, 
this is a problem that we know government always wants control of everything. And so <clears throat> what I'm wondering is, will they allow people, individual people, to have freedoms that the cryptocurrencies bring us, right? And my feeling, again, just my opinion, and I guess Billy agrees with me, ain't no damn way they're giving up control of the monetary supply. You guys all know how hard they worked for it. What they did in 1912, so they could execute what they did in 1913. Everybody knows what I'm talking about. Our, our fans know. Federal Reserve. Ain't, federal ain't reserve. There ain't no way in hell they're giving that up. So to me, that's why this part of this is maybe taking so long. They got to figure out how to regulate this thing enough so that we can't have this true ultimate freedom that Bitcoin brings you. I just, I, I don't think it's going to happen. So we'll see. I think there's going to be, there's so much crypto out there that it might be hard for them to completely eliminate it. But who knows? These guys are smart and they'll do anything it takes to, to make it look bad. I've been telling you this for a while, Abs. Crypto bad, CBDC good. Guarantee you're going to keep hearing that theme. Johnny Crypto, what'd you just say about the federal government? You said it's not federal and it's not the, or say that again. Sorry. It's the funniest thing in the world. So if anybody did their history prior to 1913, we used to have a central bank in the U.S. It was called the U.S. Central Bank. <laughs> and the best president in the world, Andrew Jackson, killed it. Go do your history. And then they tried to kill him twice. Right. He got rid of the central bank and America flourished. However, then they realized. We can't call it a central bank. People know it. it's a bad word. What did they do? They came in and in 1913, they called it the Federal Reserve. Now, tell me, does that not sound very like a government agency? Everybody thinks it's government right? Federal Reserve. It's a federal building and it reserves your cash. Guess what? It's not federal. It's owned by a private entity. And it's not a reserve. They have zero cash on hand. When they want to make money, this is what they do. See, see, this, see this, this piece of paper? They'll just add a few numbers. Oh, oh, here you go. Now, I, here, you have more cash now in your system to use. That's exactly how they do it. No, now they just go to a computer and they type a number in it, right? So it isn't federal and it isn't reserved. It's the biggest joke in history, but 95% of people are sleeping and don't realize, and they think it's a government agency. Scam. I love what you said there, Johnny, and that's exactly what our next article is about. But before we hop into that, show us some love. 210 live listeners, smash that like button. Let the algorithm pump this thing out. And if you're looking for a more deeper fundamental understanding of the crypto market. The best place to do so is at the 3T Warrior Academy, where you get access to our entire team from the Node Defender to Gonzo to Andrew Cashflow, and of course, the beautiful individuals on this stream. But with that being said, we will hop into our first article for today, which is a very, very exciting article. Veteran investor Jim Rogers is optimistic about the future of crypto and money in general. However, he is skeptical of central bank digital currencies and warned that the world is looking for something to replace or compete with the U.S. dollar. So Jim Rogers on Bitcoin, crypto, and the U.S. dollar. Rogers is George Soros' former business partner who helped co-found Quantum Fund and the Soros Fund Management. So there's still gigantic amounts of money being printed all over the world. And the number one reason he is so optimistic on cryptocurrencies, because he doesn't believe in the Federal Reserve. So exactly what Johnny said, this is the quote we have here. One should not listen to these guys because they rarely tell the truth. The U.S. Federal Reserve has more than doubled their balance sheets in a very short period of time. Even if they cut back for a while, it is not going to be enough to, for makeup for the gigantic amount of printing that has been going on these past few years. And we talk about this all the time on our show. When asked if he had any cryptocurrency, he said, I do not own any cryptocurrency, but I have optimism about the future of crypto money and not government crypto money. That's a very, very important detail. 
This guy, I believe it's fair to say he's a global elite, Johnny Crypto, and he's telling us to be careful of CBDCs and not trust the Federal Reserve. This is somebody I like. This is somebody I think I can trust. What are some of your thoughts? You can't trust him. WWE. I have to bring you back all the time to the WWE. When um, Hacksaw, Jim Duggan flashing, you know, the American flag, and then you had the Iron Sheik and, you know, in, in – um, and I forgot the other guy. Oh, Sergeant Slaughter waving the American flag right there, wrestling each other in the ring, beating the shot each other. And everyone's like, oh, yeah, I love this guy. I love that guy. And then behind the scenes, they're both out after the show having a beer together in the bar. You don't think this guy, Jim Rogers, who is Soros' best buddy, you don't think these guys aren't playing the good guy? He's just a face. He gets to play the role of the face. Soros plays the role of the heel, right? And, and then we said some other heels yesterday, right, and Gates and all the other guys that are against it. So it's just the bottom line is you're being manipulated. They got they got, they always have guys on both sides, controlled opposition. One guy tells you one thing, the other guy tells you the other to to confuse you, and you have to try to figure out what the truth is. Now, usually they do have to tell you what's happening. So I believe he is telling us what's going on, but do I trust him? No, absolutely not. But he he is playing the good guy role, and some of the things he's saying here are true, hundred percent. But again, just understand you're watching a movie. And you have to figure out the truth. That's the hard part. And so when I said, I trust him, I think I can trust him. This is obviously sarcasm, people. Anybody who watches this show every day knows me and knows what I believe. This is clearly a joke. But I do want to go to Jackie here. One of the things that sticks out to me in this article, and this always reminds me of our trip that we had in Phoenix. Billy, Johnny, and Jackie were all there in September of this year. Life-changing experience. But whenever I see these conversations about government and moving off the grid, I can't help but let my mind go to that resort. Here we go. He said, governments do not like competition. They keep their monopoly. If cryptocurrencies become successful, most governments will outlaw them because they don't want to lose their monopoly. I think that's something we can all agree upon, but I'd love to hear Jackie's thoughts. Yeah, that's actually, I'm glad we continued the article because that kind of, um, that kind of proves Johnny's theory. Uh, like what he said, they, they kind of, they get both sides, but they get the trust of the one side that is, you know, gung ho about cryptocurrency, but then they bring in, but you're not going to beat, you're not going to beat the law. You're not going to be able to do anything about it. Right. So it is almost like a wraparound crushing hopes um, with that final statement saying, saying the governments don't like to be, you know, they don't like to be challenged and, and they'll outlaw them if, if needed. So I don't know. It constantly, it constantly brings in that fear factor, even though he is being agreeable with, with the advocates of cryptocurrency at the end of the day, he is saying like, Oh, but your, your, your fight for freedom is a lost cause. Um, so yeah, you definitely do have to kind of read between the lines and, and gosh, like make up a, your own, like making up your own exit strategies for your portfolio. You honestly have to make up your own, uh, kind of tactics for, for who you're going to listen to. That's just coming with doing your own research, just like what, um, I want to stress what Billy said. Go watch the World Economic Forum going on this week and take some freaking notes. I, I 100% that will do you so much good. Um, then whether questioning what we're talking about, you know, go go look for yourself. We talk about that all the time. Hey, by the way, I just want to give a shout out. Abs. I'm I'm a huge. I grew up a huge WWE fan. I don't know. Uh, yeah, so I don't know if this is actually Angelina in general, but yes, it is cool that we've got a wrestler in the house and, uh, I guess they know how it works behind the scene. It's the same thing. I think they just took the same playbook 
of showing us movies. But anyway, thank you for uh, being part of the show. Yes, thank you, Angelina. And I want to go to Billy next because, Billy, when we talk about the U.S. dollar, Warren Buffett brought up something very, very interesting. He said, I wouldn't buy all the Bitcoin in the world because who would I sell it to? I wouldn't take it all for $25 because I'd have nobody to sell it to. I applied the exact same concept to the U.S. dollar, and you have the exact same problem. If somebody bought all the U.S. dollars in the world and there wasn't this mass adoption, of course there'd be no utility. So you can apply this to traditional currencies. You can apply this to crypto. And this is what Jim Rogers is saying here. Governments are not going to allow that to happen. I like to talk about, I mean, I got, I brought this up before when I talk about Gaddafi and people trying to move away from the U.S. dollar and into gold. Typically, our government comes in and, and makes sure that doesn't happen, but we're allowed to have this digital transformation, which we're experiencing now. So my belief is that governments either have their foot in and they're doing, they're operating these things behind closed doors or they're going to crash this train and move us into central bank digital currencies, telling us that the entire market was a fraud and we can't trust this. What are some of your thoughts, Billy? I completely think they're going to tell us it was a fraud and move us in, into something because it's the control. Just like you said, they're not going to give up that control. And just like Gaddafi, when Gaddafi tried to come off the gold standard, what'd they do? They got rid of him. Same thing with Saddam Hussein. What'd they do? There wasn't no weapons of mass destruction there, bro. None of that was there. It's, it's all it's all theater. Just like Johnny was talking about WWE, we can go real life with it. It's Republicans and Democrats, and then you have the real people running the shit. So they just have half the population doing this, half the population doing this, and then you have what's really happening. What you really have happening, you can go watch. Just like Johnny said, they have to tell you. Go look at Klaus Schwab talking yesterday. Look at Tedro talking. Look at uh, Jiva, the IMF director, talking. Like She's telling all of us what's going on. But the only way they can make that happen is if they crash the dollar. They have to crash it. That's the only way that they can flip this over and they bring that crisis on us. So now the dollar's worth shit. Everything is uh, an absorbent amount of money. You can't get gas. You can't get anything. Here comes the WF, the UN, in to save the day. We're going to save you with digital currency. Now, you know, all of our food, we're in a food crisis right now. Now we're getting baby formula for Germany. We are so fucking dependent on other leaders right now that it is crazy people don't understand we are this close from complete submission it is unreal and i'm not trying to you know get everybody into a, a terror or a panic but just be fucking prepared don't listen to us everything i'm saying is complete bullshit you go find out for yourself you go watch the video do the fucking homework and learn for yourself guys it's it's out there they're telling us everything that's going to happen this isn't george soros is no one to be played really with. That's yeah. how it works. They have it where they literally need to tell you what they're doing. Exactly. And they do. And what's great about here, I guess people realize that we do the same thing on this show. So thank you for the comment. This is really for the whole team here. The whole team spits truth here. Nothing but facts. We tell you what we believe. You know, not, not we're not saying we're always right, but we just tell you where it is right from the heart right there. And we're going to tell you what we believe. No fake news here. And by the way, that is that is Angelina. So that is so cool that we got to oh, do in the house, no. we actually her on the show. Yo, she's in the crypto. I love that. I love no, that the is awesome. That is awesome. So, uh, but yeah, at the end of the day, the beautiful thing, Abs, they have to tell us what's going on, and they are. You just have to be able to read through the lines. And he literally said exactly what we just talked about. There is, there is no way in the world they're giving up their control to us. So, will they let Bitcoin stay out there? You know what? There's only 21 million of them. Maybe they will. Maybe they won't. I don't know. I think because it's limited in supply, they might. They will do everything in their power. I've been saying it for years. I think they're going to villainize that, and they're going to keep telling us cryptocurrency bad. 
and CBDC good. And soon you're going to get to it because I can't wait to get to these clips on Gensler. So I'm going to shut up now. Well, here's the deal, Johnny. You said you have to be able to read between the lines. I think you just have to be able to read because what he says right here is one of the – you should not listen to these guys. You should not listen to the Federal Reserve because they are not telling you the truth. This is one of the most prominent men in the banking industry, and he's telling you straight up how it is, whether he's part of the cabal and part of the elites or not. He's telling us what the deal is right now, and I'm going to take his word of advice that these guys are not to be trusted. But we have 217 live listeners out there. Show us some love. Smash that like button. Give us at least one like for every F-bomb you heard during that segment. But we're going to keep the ball rolling here because we have so much amazing stuff. Billy, uh, Billy and Johnny, you just crushed that because our next article is directly related to what you were both talking about. BRICS countries told to consider countering the U.S. dollar dominance here. Chinese experts have called on the leaders of Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa to considering counting the U.S. dollar. Chinese experts have urged that they need to move away because the dollar dominance have become abusive. They say the American government is abusing their power, and it started with the sanctions that took place earlier this year against Russia. BRICS countries can achieve this by enhancing trade ties and limiting their reliance on the financial system in which the U.S. dollar dominates. So we've talked about this on our show since day one, there will be a move away from the U.S. dollar and into the one and many of these other currencies. But Johnny Crypto, before we deep dive on this article, I'd love to get some general thoughts. What are you thinking? Uh, I hate to say it, but this confirms what I've been fearing for years. And when I watched the Ray Dalio video, for all you folks out there who have not watched the Ray Dalio video, do yourself a favor. It's only, I don't know, 20, 40 minutes, whatever. Go watch it. It talks about the transition. And we've showed the chart of the transition of the world reserve currency and how it moves every 100 years to a different country. When you watch the video, you're going to see at one point where it shows one empire coming down and the next one coming up. And you start to see China's on its way up and the U.S. is on the way down. It's only a matter of time before this happens. I don't know exactly when, but I keep hearing by 2033, China will be the number one world uh, reserve uh, will be the number one power in the the um, the world reserve currency. Now it's probably going to happen before then, and something ugly has to happen for that to get there. But yeah, I'll be honest with you, you're going to laugh. I was in New York uh, a couple days ago, or maybe last couple weeks ago, and in in the airport you can change money into different currencies when you're going to different countries. So they give like the UK, and so I went up to the lady. I said, "Do you have any Chinese one?" And she laughed at me. Goes, "No, we don't have it." I was like, "Damn, I literally was going to change. I'm going to start buying the one. There are certain banks in New York." that allow you to do it. I'm going to find them. And I'm going to, I'm going to buy some one. I think it's a good hold for long term because I do believe, you know, it's going to be either the world reserve currency or one of the main currencies in maybe a basket of currencies called the SDR that they're going to do one or the other. I don't know, but it's a good hedge in my opinion. Great idea, Johnny. Thank you, brother. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey everybody, don't go around and do what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm, I'm not a financial advisor. I don't know shit. I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to, Read the lines over here and try to figure this stuff out. But to me, I just think it makes sense. I think it's a reasonable hedge. I don't want to be in cash. Everybody's telling you cash is trash, right? That's what I mean by listen to what you're hearing. Read read those lines, and, uh, and, and I'm trying to get out of cash. Awesome, Johnny Crypto. Thank you so much. I want to go to Jackie here because, Jackie, we've seen this time and time again. He brought up something really interesting, which is Ray Dalio's macroeconomic outlook. History doesn't repeat, but it often rhymes, and we're seeing many of the same things that happened on the collapse of global currencies before take place in the United States today. Whether it's the divide we have in between our nations, the infinite printing that's going on, or the lack of, of trust that we have in our government today, what are some of your thoughts on the inevitable shift into the U.S. dollar? If there were, I mean, sorry, out of the U.S. dollar and into the Chinese yuan, 
If there was one reassuring thing from this article, it's that Chinese officials did say this would take about a decade to take place. So what are some of your thoughts? Yeah, I think, I mean, we're already seeing it. Like Johnny said, we're already seeing it kind of, I mean, come to pass and, and they are telling us that that's what's happening. So, so, I mean, it's, it's right there. It's right in front of our faces. It, I, I'm just so shocked at how, I don't know. In America, here in the U.S., we do live in a bubble. Um, I actually was grateful for the the ability to live overseas, you know, for a couple of years. But that's it's I mean, you see it. You definitely see that we kind of go about living our lives, not not noticing what's going on. And it slowly changes it right in front of us. We're just not consciously aware. Right. And then all of a sudden we're at that point. And I bet you when it does happen, a majority of the population is not even going to care because they're still going to be in the trust that that the government has our backs and and they're going to roll out you know CBDCs and they have my my best interest at at in their hearts right. I was actually just talking to someone just the other day um, that I know pretty well and kind of just asked them their their um, opinion you know kind of if they believe everything that went on as far as what happened in, in 2020 and, you know, all the printing and all the, you know, everything about that. And it was kind of like, yeah, I think, I think, you know, they made a few mistakes along the way, but I, I think that they, you know, they're trying their best to, to appease the people. That's, I, I bet that's, you know, a majority of the people's uh, viewpoint on, on, you know, I would say, gosh, what do you think the percentage of the U S thinks that way? I'm curious. Probably too many. I would say probably half at least. I would say it's far greater than that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm an optimist. Like 80, exactly. I'm an optimist. Yeah. <laughs> but, that's, but that's that's the bottle we have at hand. I don't know. This is kind of my wraparound point. That's kind of the bottle that we have at hand with uh, um, we were talking on the Twitter spaces the other day. You know, it's it's people learning for themselves and, and coming together as a community and, and trying to change this. It's if not, yeah. then yeah, this that is that is the future at, at hand. You know, 100%. The pan, you know what the real pandemic is? My bad, Abs. I didn't mean to interrupt you, bro. Uh, I was gonna say the real pandemic is we have, and I, I hate to say this, but we have a bunch of. I don't want to. I'm not gonna say that. We have a bunch of people out in the world that are not able to take in information, decipher it, and make a damn decision for themselves that has some common sense in it. Because we've been fed all this stuff for so long that when it differs from what we've been taught and what we've seen our entire life. There's no way that it can be true. Even if it's set right in front of your eyes and they're telling you, it's just people, that's the real thing. People don't know how to decipher information. Right. A hundred percent, Billy. Thank you so much. And Johnny, I'm not sure if you had any closing comments, but if not, I got some stuff ready behind the scenes and we have a very, very interesting clip for our listeners, a Gary Gensler clip for all of his huge fans out there. We know he's got a massive following, especially in the XRP community. So we're going to hop right into this thing and show you guys why we're so excited about this news. So this is a pretty funny clip, Johnny Crypto. I'm going to let the first 10 seconds of this play, and then we'll get some comments from our group. There's no reason to treat the crypto markets differently just because different technology is used. We should be technology neutral, but not policy neutral about these core public policy goals that we've laid out, we've debated. Congress has come together with prior administrations and embedded in laws. The SEC is embedded in regulations. So, excuse me, Mr. Gary Gensler, is what you're saying here is that the entire cryptocurrency market should be regulated by who? 
Oh, yourself. What a coincidence. Johnny Crypto, the floor is yours. First of all, when we when we say yourself, let's make sure, let's just remind all our viewers of who we're talking about here, right? Because this is who he is. This is his real personality behind the scene, this evil bastard. But I really want to comment when we get to the last part of what he says. So when you get, let's keep rolling that, roll that video because I want to get to the last part. <clears throat> Around one minute, 42 seconds. Perfect. We'll let this thing play. One minute, 42 seconds. Here it comes. Or the tokens come in, work through, register. We'll figure out how the regulations work. We'll adapt where it need be and where appropriate to achieve the core mission. But let's not risk undermining 90 years of securities laws and create some regulatory arbitrage or loophole or frankly wait until the public is so... So... Instead of creating regulatory arbitrage, why don't we just create new responsible regulation so people can navigate within this space correctly? And I think that's exactly what Brad Garlinghouse said when speaking at the World Economic Forum this week. This guy speaks out of both sides of his mouth. He's trying to say he's trying to do right by us, right by the retail investor. And then at the exact same time, he's saying he wants all of the power and all of the control to pick the winners and losers in this market. And this shift has only begun. I'm dying to see the end of this lawsuit not only because I'll become a much wealthier man, but because this guy, I think he's going to get in a boot in his mouth at some point, and I think Johnny Crypto feels the same way. Because here's the thing. So, so he says that a minute and 42 seconds. He says oh, to all these cryptocurrencies, hey, come in, work with the SEC, come join us. We're going to help you get out there. Okay, so does anybody remember what, what Ripple did? Guess what Ripple did? They came in not once, not twice. Angela, our wrestler person, she'll appreciate it five times. Who was it? What did you say five times? I think I think it was uh, uh, one of the wrestlers. Five time champion. They came in five times to the SEC to go ahead to get out there and work with them to try and get Ripple or XRP listed. And what happened? What they what they do? Come on, Billy, tell me what they did. What did the SEC do? Well, they worked so graciously. What they do? They freaking sued them. <laughs> so, oh, <laughs> I'm losing my voice, so I'm getting all upset. How the hell? <laughs> How the hell are you gonna tell people this lion, snake, rat, weasel is gonna tell people? Come over here. <laughs> See, I can't even talk no more. Come over here, work with us. We're gonna help you. And your proven history shows that when you come here, what do you do? You sue them. And the other twelve or twenty ETFs, BTF ETFs, have been trying to get out there for at least two years now. How many of them have you seen? How many have we seen? Johnny, I'm having a hard time understanding what the heck you're saying right now, but continue, please. They, they, the 12 other companies have filed to open up an ETF selling at buying Bitcoin. They want to open up BTC, a Bitcoin ETF. By the way, thanks. And all 12 of them, not a single one has been approved. They either got hold, they either got put on hold, or they got denied, or they're sitting in the back in some pile in the SEC's office. And that was over two, three years ago. What's taking so long? Don't come out here, Gary, and tell us you want to work with them. Don't give us that. But this is bullshit. Or oh, don't know you see words. I tell my kids all the time: words are meaningless. I want to see actions. And the only action you see is you come in the door, you shake the hands of the SEC, you say hi, Mr. Ripple. I want to work with you. And what do you get? You get slapped with a lawsuit. Come on, Gary. Come on, Gary. Be honest with us. Hundred percent, Billy. Billy, I'd love to hear your thoughts. The floor is yours. So say, man, it's a, it's a tax, bro. It's a it's a tax to be able to play with the big boys. In order to come in, we got to sue you. We got to tax you. We're going to make sure you're up to par with everything. Uh, but it's all a shit show, bro. It's I, I hate that. Like, I was trying to stab my screen. I wish I could punch that man. 
Like I really, I just, I throat punch that little bastard. Skip, I'm sorry, I gotta get out there, but I don't like that guy. Like I really, I want to smack my screen. If someone's got some baby powder, I'd smack the shit out of that man. Just, <laughs> yeah. Okay, for all of our oh, new listeners God. out there, I don't know what's going on this morning. We got some crazy energy. We're WWE is bringing out. <laughs> It's crazy because the manipulation. Bring out the fighter and our boys on the channel. No, it's, we got to get her on the show. It pisses you off because the manipulation is just so obvious, so intent, and you're ruining people's lives. And it's just, they just they don't give a shit. So yeah, like if I had man, yeah, I wish he'd come to my house for Halloween, bro. Come on, Gary. Yeah, but on a serious note, it's like if we don't get ahead of this stuff now, we're not going to have the opportunity to do so in the future. And like as much as we want to make jokes about it, because this is hilarious, like the Gary Gensler and the Mr. Burns stuff. But it really is. It's one of the most messed up things going on right now is the fact that they're getting ahead of this thing. They're trying to label digital assets as securities so they can get a piece of the pie and have total control over where this market goes in the future. We already saw this happen with Ethereum as Simpson and Thatcher back in 2017. So if you want to know what's going to happen in the future, look at what took place at the SEC. Look at what took place with Simpson and Thatcher publicly promoting Ethereum for their own interest. But Jackie, the floor is yours. Thank you. I was going to say... Um, 20 XRP to the person that makes a meme of either Johnny or Billy fighting Gary. Um, seriously, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a woman of my word. Next live stream, if I see it, <laughs> send me your address. 100%. And you know what's cool? Is we actually have a clip of Gary Gensler calling XRP a currency. Now, this is a slightly outdated clip here, but I do think it's worth playing for our listeners, especially with all the fun we're having this morning. I'm going to let this thing play. Here we go. A little over half is Bitcoin, 55% or so in that slide. But Ethereum is quite big, uh, a, a, a currency called Ripple that you might hear. In the- now, some might call that a Fruidian slip, right? A currency called Ripple, Mr. Gary Gensler. The mistakes you're making right in front of our eyes. Billy, I'd love to hear your thoughts. Bro, that was big. That was I don't think I've heard this one. How have I not heard it? This is dope. And I want to go back to what Ab said just first. You made a huge point. Yeah, we're joking about this and we're having a good time. But the reason that we're able to joke about this and have a good time with each other is because we've done our due diligence. We're prepared. We're not panicking with each other. We don't have to sit here and trip. So we can make these jokes. So we can be a little lighthearted about it. And the only way that we are able to do this is because we are in the academy, because we show up, you know, on a consistent basis and, and get the knowledge of everybody. So you guys, if you really want to just not be panicked and be prepared, make sure you join the academy. I just yeah. want to make sure we got back and, and, it's, and it's just so convenient. Think about this. When he's a teacher, XRP is a currency. When he's the head of the SEC, now XRP is a security. Come on, Gary. You can't have it both ways. This guy's killing me. I'm losing my voice because of this freaking guy. This guy's just a snake rat weasel. That's all he is. You can't trust him. Can't trust the guy. I'm totally with you, Johnny. And somebody said that we were having some volume issues there. So what Gary Gensler said is he was describing the crypto market where it currently was in 2017. And he said the third largest market cap is a currency called Ripple. So that's why that clip is so powerful, so impactful. And we have another clip. Hopefully the audio is better on this one. We're sorry for playing so many videos this morning. We could fill it in with an article, but this stuff is just too good to skip over. So we have a video from the World Economic Forum talking about the future of stablecoins. This is Jeremy Allaire, the CEO of Circle, and he's talking about Brad Garlinghouse here. Here we go. We have to preserve digital cash. That has to work on the open internet. It has to work interoperably with anyone anywhere. That's how we're going to solve this problem. And I think we're really close. I mean, USDC itself 
um, has we've seen over three and a half trillion dollars of transactions directly on the internet between counterparties. And, and so um, if we can, you know, improve it with more scalable blockchain technologies like, you know, Brad's company uh, provides, and we can make this extremely low cost to, to move uh, and then enable individuals with digital wallets that can, uh, that can interact and you can scale into the risk, right? So there's a few things that stick out to me when we watch a clip like that. Not only the fact that he's talking about exchanging value instantaneously using Brad's company, which is Ripple, but the fact that he said digital wallets are going to be so important going forward. I'd love to start with Jackie and then go to Johnny Crypto. Jackie, how do you feel about the adoption we're witnessing here? We see the SEC trying to push Ripple. At least they're either trying to get total control of what the company is doing or they're trying to get a piece of the pie within the United States if it doesn't work out, there's going to be currents, uh, there's going to be countries around the world that are willing to adopt this technology. So, what are some of your thoughts? Man, this gets me so excited. Seriously, I get so excited when I see stuff like this, guys. We're so early. I mean, the fact that the fact that we know about XRP, the fact that we know about uh, digital wallets, and we're using them on on a daily basis. Seriously, and the fact that you guys are watching this. Um, and you know, staying in on the know, like this just gets me excited. It gets me pumped. Like it's just coming. Like, like Billy said, there's no reason to fear as long as you're, as long as you're staying up with everything that's going on. Sorry. I don't know if I just cut out. Um, nope, you're good. okay. As long as you're keeping up with everything that's going on, it does not have to be a, a quick basis. Just stay, just stay immersed. Right. Honestly. And like, like he said, I liked what he said at the end, um, scaling the risks. Yeah. There's going to be a bunch of, uh, that's just the way it is when things come, um, you know, come over time and we're changing an entire, um, economy, we're changing an entire financial system, everything, our entire system is going from 2.0 to 3.0. Right. Um, scaling the risks. I, there's going to be countries that join in last and, and people, you know, that scatter in towards the end. Don't be the, those people. This is, this is an ability where you have to matters to take into your own hands. You know, you don't have to wait for the, the majority of the masses to get in or for the government to give the stamp of approval. You know about it. You have that feeling that it's right, that, you know, you're seeing it right here from from global leaders talking about it. So so start using this stuff. Start start getting familiar with it and you'll be that far ahead of the curve. A hundred percent, Jackie. And what I think is so interesting is this is USDC, right? Which is Circle, a stable coin. Well, who did we just cover that partnered with Circle last week? That would be BlackRock, people. So BlackRock just partnered with this man right here who's currently talking about the massive advantage that Ripple XRP provides. And we also had Fidelity partner with this project. So if you think that people don't know and understand the real-world adoption that's going to take place with XRP behind the scenes, you're just not paying attention. But we got 227 live listeners. Show us some love. Smash that like button. Johnny Crypto was pouring his heart out this morning. He lost his voice. They tried to cut him off stream. Nobody can stop this man from sharing the most valuable information on the internet. But Johnny Crypto, I would love to get some thoughts before we kick it down to Billy. Well, first of all, I always pour out my, my heart every show. But uh, Jackie, I just want to know, did you say that you were going to pay 20 XRP for that meme, because I just want to know, after hearing that that guy talk about that on stage, I want to know, do Billy and I also qualify? If we make me, can we get the 20 XRP too? First me, my C, man, that's open floor. I'm not going to, I'm not going to 
segregate against anyone. <laughs> All right. I just want to make sure. No, someone, someone was complaining it was only 20. Hey, wait till 2025. So what are some of your thoughts on what BlackRock's doing here? Do you think there's some connections? Because we clearly have the connection to Jeremy Allaire, who's the CEO. But do you think they understand the real world utility of XRP? You talking about BlackRock? Are you talking to me or Billy? I saw I missed it. You're the middle of the screen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks. I didn't realize that. So, um, you know, you have to understand one thing about BlackRock. They run over $10 trillion. Maybe it's $13 trillion, it's Somewhere in that range. Don't quote me. In assets. Does anybody realize how big that is? These guys are bigger than countries. One company. That's how powerful these guys are. Now, Ask that question again. Do you think they know? Of course they know. They're the smartest people in the world at that company. Now the question is, are they all in bed with each other? Is Brad in bed with them? That's what I want to see. You know, but it's been interesting because <clears throat> this lawsuit's dragged on a little longer than I, I would have thought it would have. Initially, I would have thought it they would have done it to pull down the price and let everybody get in. But now they're dragging it on for so long, it makes you wonder, are they really holding it back? Was there falling out in the background? I don't really know, but I certainly feel good about USDC as a stable coin, because as you just said, they partnered with Circle and that's kind of the, that's their stable coin. And so now you got BlackRock partnering with them. So I can't imagine. Now, either one of two things, either it's secure because BlackRock's there or it's going to get manipulated because they're also rat weasels and they're going to pull it and snake us and, and rug pull us. I don't know, but I do know there's a lot of talk about bringing in regulation around stable currencies. And I think that's to set up the, uh, I think it's called the Fed now coin, which is going to be our stable coin. So I think they are doing something behind the scenes. A hundred percent. I want to go to Billy here too, because Billy, you talked so much about what's happening with the U S dollar. Well, we can apply a lot of those same concepts to what's going on here. All these same players are in bed behind the scenes. They're all communicating all the world's a stage as Johnny crypto says, we're just watching the plot play out right before our eyes. We do have 260 live listeners. I'm going to be a stickler here. Show some love. Smash that like button. We are growing as quickly as possible, and we're going to continue bringing you the most relevant and impactful crypto-related topics on a daily basis. If you're looking for any of these team members on screen now, all social medias are linked below. But with that being said, Billy, the floor is yours. Uh, you're muted, Billy. Come on, Jimmy Dean, get to work. All right, so uh, I was just going to say that it, it, they got to bring it all down together. So it's like a pendulum swing. You know, you have to bring down the dollar. You have to bring crypto down at the same time. Then they buy it in at a certain price and the pendulum swings the other way. So it, it's all part of the process. Did I think it would get this low? Absolutely not. I didn't think I could get this low, but I also didn't think that we'd be going through all the other stuff that we'd be going through right now. Um, and when you look at it, all of it's 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 purposeful, like with everything that's going on in America, like I'm not trying to get into politics or anything. But everything that we talk about, digital currency, the gold, the, the silver, all that is purposeful. If you talk to Tom from ITM, he'll tell you the same thing. Gold is manipulated just as much as the dollar is. That's why when the reset happens, gold will take a big spike up because it has to have it, its intrinsic value. But what I was saying to that is everything is so purposeful. You look at the food shortage. You look at the baby formula. You look at the border. You look at the politics that's going on. All that has to happen in order to collapse what it is that they need in order to get rid of the, the the world currency, the world reserve currency. That's something dramatic. It's not something you can just say, Hey, we're going to switch this shit over to XRP or we're going to go over to digital currency. Cause a lot of the big boys, that's how they've made their money. That's how they've lived their lives. That's how they've manipulated the market is by the U S currency and they can't do it anymore. So it has to get at that price to be able to do that swing. So 
yeah, it's, it's all a big deal, man. I, You're spot on, Billy. You're spot on. And that's why we continue to bring you on this program. But we have another article here that I would not want to miss because it is impactful. We have Kevin O'Leary expects the U.S. crypto regulation to come out after when? Midterm elections. So that would be around November 8th. U.S. cryptocurrency regulations will not come out until after midterm elections, says Shark Tank star Kevin O'Leary. Joe Biden is not interested in discussing crypto when his approval ratings have sunk to all-time lows here, people. Joe Biden seems like he's in a heap of trouble, but what I really think is most important about this article is that 39% of Americans approve his performance. That is historically low for a U.S. president. And with the market correcting, people are getting to the gas pump and going into driving season with unheard of gas prices. Protein, such as meat, is up 20 to 40% in certain places of the country. So Biden is facing close to double-digit inflation. He's not sitting around worried about crypto. He'll let Janet Yellen handle that. But Johnny Crypto, please let us get some comments here on the inevitable collapse of the U.S. dollar as well as the inevitable boom of cryptocurrencies. Well, first of all, <clears throat> Billy, it looks like uh, they, they, they want to see a, a two-on-one tag team action. You and me versus Gensler, you know what? I'll take that up as long as Angelina trades us. We need her out there to come and trade you. Know I mean? They put her on our put us on our team. But uh, you know, in terms of the uh, this they, this, uh, so his ratings are horrible because he's a horrible president, and it doesn't matter whether you're right or left. I don't take sides. I don't care because I both sides are corrupt. corrupt crooked weasels. Um, but what you're seeing is just the reaction of, of the country and what they think at 39%, extremely low. And so, yeah, what are they going to do? Abs, they got to find a way. The Democrats are in a lot of trouble right now. Of course, if you think that it matters, it doesn't because they got control both sides. But the reality is this. Right now, if they don't have something to kind of pump up his ratings, right? And we know crypto is one of those things that does it. It makes perfect sense that they're going to hold the American people captive. Like, hey, you want to see crypto happen? You got to vote in Biden, you know, or you got to vote in the Democrats, keep them in control, right? To give them a carrot. So this is just a carrot stick. What's sad about it is think about that. Who's suffering? Every single one of our listeners, everyone at this table, and anybody who holds cryptocurrency, you're sitting there waiting for regulation. We all know the industry needs it, and we can't get it because they're going to use it as a carrot, as a tool, so they can keep their cronies you know, uh, winning in their seats in, 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 in Washington. That is a really, really sad thing. This is not how the world is supposed to be operating. We're supposed to do what's right for people and for, for, the, for the businesses and for the country, and, and instead... We're holding this thing captive until, and Kevin's probably right, but we're holding it captive till after the election just so we can win an election. That's disgusting in my opinion. So, Jackie, we only have about four minutes left here, but I really want to get some comments from you because one of the most interesting things in this article is how he compares where Bitcoin is now to the early adoption of Amazon that took place in the early 2000s. So he says one of the largest problems with this market is that we do not have enough institutional players and that's why we're experiencing so much volatility. So until we have some regulations, institutions are not going to be comfortable flooding in. And there's a very great quote here where it says, people talk about institutions owning cryptocurrencies. They don't own any of it and they won't until the SEC rules on it. That's sad for us and great for Gary Gensler. Kudos to him. But what are your thoughts, Jackie? That actually reminds me of Johnny K because he was dealing with Amazon. He was telling his story of dealing with Amazon um, in early years as well. So he probably, that probably hit, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we, what's up? I said that. 
Don't be like Johnny K, guys. Hold on to your XRP till till the day you die. You die without ledger in your hand. No. <laughs> um, no, but I yeah, I I agree somewhat and um somewhat not. I don't know. You know, there's over the counter um buying of Bitcoin going on, and I don't know if institutions are doing that. I don't know, and I don't think that that affects volatility. Um, so who knows what what they're able to do and what they're not doing. But yeah, I mean what we're able to see um, on charts and, and price volatility, things like that. Um, there isn't a lot of big buying, you know, from big, big institutions um, because we are seeing, I mean, there is buying. That's why we are seeing volatility, but until it, like he says, until it, um, you know, everyone funnels in that that's when we will see stability in the market. Yes. You're spot on Jackie. And there's some more interesting quotes in this article. It was full of gems, but what I thought was so important is that he said, will we see the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission approve a spot Bitcoin ETF? Basically, he said no. He said, we're not going to see that for a very long period of time. What he's anticipating will happen first is stablecoin regulation. Billy, I'd love to get some closing thoughts from you here. We got about two minutes. But what I'm really interested in is the movement that's taking place outside of CBDCs, right? This is about Bitcoin. This is about the regular cryptocurrencies that exist now. We talk so much about central bank digital currencies. But when we see a spot ETF approved or Fidelity allocating 5-10% of people's 401ks into this market, that's the fundamental shift we're waiting for. What are some of your thoughts on when that might take place? Uh, you're muted, Billy. I'm just going to keep my button over here. So the big thing is when, when institutional, institutional uh, places come in and they bring the money, just like you said, but they can't do it unless that regulation is there because they can't, that risk factor is too high. Uh, they, without the regulations in place, it's a liability um, because it's, there's, there's too many things in play that could happen. So it just, like Jackie says all the time, we are in so early. Like, I don't think people understand when that, when that money transitions over and that regulation comes in and institutional buying and adoption comes in, that's going to be the price action like you guys have never seen before. That's when the euphoria is going to set in and, and all that's going to happen. Um, about the SEC approving things, I, I have no idea. These guys are clowns, man. They approve what they want to when they want to. And it just depends. Like we've talked about Gary could go there five times in one year and then he's going to get sued the next week. So it's just whatever they want to do. But 100%, Billy. Thank you so much. And we're going to close it out here. I want to say thank you to Billy. Thank you to Jackie. And thank you to Johnny Crypto. Another amazing episode today. And we're going to continue bringing you the most relevant and impactful crypto-related topics on a daily basis. 238 live listeners out there. Show us some love. Smash that like button while Johnny Crypto plays his guitar. We'll see you guys in 23 hours. And it's like we always say, Warriors, rise. Get your shit together, baby. Thank you for joining us today. I don't want to